Hi, I'm Kirsty Jackson Perrin and I'm a results-driven mindset coach. Each week my podcast will share tools and strategies so you can up-level your mental game and unleash a new level of success. This is thought-provoking and pokey stuff and with my help you'll get to where you want to be in life. Sounds like your kind of thing? Then subscribe and share the love because mindset matters and we can all do with a dose of that. This week's podcast is all about why being bothered about other people's problems actually helps you. According to people who apparently know about these things, it's best not to write blogs, have podcasts and social media posts about the coronavirus because everyone is fed up with it. Well, of course they are. We all are. But this is life, Jim, but not as we know it. It's global and it affects everyone. The effects ripple out to every facet of our lives and it's not going away anytime soon. Therefore, addressing our mindset is one of the key things we can do right now to enable us to have some semblance of normality. By keeping our mindset in check, we're able to weather the storm. If we work on our mindset daily, when life throws the crazy stuff at us, we have the tools and strategies to deal with it. Sometimes it takes time, but we at least know it's possible. So I, for one, will keep talking about the coronavirus and try and help people to understand why their mindset is key in all of this. This COVID-19 thing is having varying effects on business and in last week's podcast I talked about how some businesses are able to see the opportunities and pivot in order for them to be able to survive. But of course there are some sectors for whom this isn't possible such as the sports, entertainment and tourism ones just to name a few. They're all adversely affected with some of them now only just getting back on their feet. This past week, I came across two people who demonstrated the light and the dark of these uncertain times and the resulting mindset we might adopt. One of them is a landscape gardener and he fixes garden machinery such as lawn mowers, garden tractors and ride-on mowers. He was fixing something for a friend and I got chatting to him when I popped round. Apparently, he's rushed off his feet working six, sometimes seven days a week and even then he wouldn't get it all done, he said. A manufacturer of ride-on mowers is apparently also after him to be a supplier in the area, but he says that's just too many plates for him to spin. He wasn't complaining, but things sounded really hectic for him. And I thought, well, that's, that's a nice problem to have right now because, you know, there are so many people struggling. Meanwhile, a friend of a friend is married to an airline pilot. Of course, he's not exactly in demand at the moment and his future in that role is uncertain. I mean, after all, it's not exactly easy for airlines to diversify to other lines of work. So the landscape gardener is rushed off his feet with very little time off. He's lamenting the lack of time with his family, no time to catch up with admin and wishing he could have just some time off for some R&R rather than be constantly chasing his tail. Funny that he didn't even mention the financial side of things, how the busy times meant it was keeping the wolf from the door, but then he doesn't need to give it a thought because the money's coming in. The airline pilot has worked in the industry all his adult life, so knows nothing else. With the travel and tourism industry looking uncertain, his primary concern is how long he'll have a job for. Whilst he's had plenty of time to spend with his family and has enjoyed that luxury, his focus is now his job security – Although money has never been a priority for him, it now comes into stark focus when he doesn't know how long the paychecks will keep coming. During lockdown, some people who consider themselves introverted were happy to be behind closed doors, happy that they didn't need to venture out, nor mix with people, happy that they no longer needed to come up with excuses to decline invites to nights out and dinner with friends. They were content with their own company. 
But cut to the elderly lady who misses chats with her postman and brief exchanges with delivery drivers. She enjoyed watching folk come and go past her window. She loved it when the kids got off the school bus and some friendly souls would wave to her, knowing it made her day. Every morning she'd pop to the local shop for her newspaper, maybe some bread and milk, hoping to see people she knew so they could have a natter. But then all that stopped because for her safety she needed to shield. Then there are parents who are pleased to have their children back at school, thankful there's now a routine for all, in the vain hope that six hours at school will stimulate their brains, they'll get more exercise and thus the moods, tantrums and hormones might be kept more in check. We can but hope. But then there's the mum who's enjoyed the homeschooling, especially as her little one has a respiratory condition which means any cough or sniffle plays havoc with their health. That mum lives in fear of gossip amongst parents that so-and-so has had a Covid test. There was initial panic on the return to school about kids being safe, but now everyone seems to have calmed down and they're almost blasé about the whole thing. Outside the school gate, social distancing seems to have gone out the window. This mum feels a nervous wreck and almost prays for another lockdown with the kids needing to be at home. Two sides of the COVID-19 coin. There's always a flip side to every situation, always someone whose life is so very different to ours, yet do we see it? Or do we walk around with our heads so consumed with our own concerns? I remember when my children were little and one of them was having a hissy fit in the middle of the street. I was failing miserably to calm them down and this lovely elderly lady stopped and asked if I was okay. She said, it's hard sometimes, isn't it? But you'll get through this stage. I have to say I really appreciate her making the time to stop with her soothing words. And just as I felt a bit better about things, a woman with two grumpy looking teenagers walked past. She looked really harassed as they trailed behind her and I wondered... Which stage is better? So how does it help us to step into someone else's world and understand things from their perspective? Well, for a start, it gives us perspective. Whilst it might not smooth our furrowed brow, it's important to know we're not the only one facing challenges, that others face tough times too, but maybe of a different nature. And that some people do it with a smile. Maybe they see the gift in what they do have, and this helps them to navigate the more testing moments. Gaining some kind of perspective on our troubles gives us a kick up the proverbial. Maybe it enables us to reframe the way we're choosing to think about things. I know it's all relative and I'm not negating anyone's woes or troubles. I'm just saying that for some, they might need to get over themselves.com. It's understanding that we each have our own mental map, how we view the world through our own prism, according to our own individually held values, beliefs, experiences, etc., If we take a moment, if we make the time to understand why others are who they are and why they do what they do, we can forge greater friendships, make strong connections and get along with people better. Rather than to be concerned with what's in your headspace and your world all the time, comprehending the mental map of another allows more empathy. Because if we're not careful, there can be limitations imposed by our own mental map on our ability to understand others. I'm not saying change your mental map to get on with people, but be aware of others and expand your own without compromising your values. Oprah Winfrey once said, I've talked to nearly 30,000 people on this show and all 30,000 had one thing in common. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? Being interested in what others are interested in shows them how special they are. And I think it's more important to be interested in others than be interesting. That's what makes a great leader, manager, parent, friend, colleague, 
We see the world as we see it, not as it is. And therefore, if we're going to rub along in this big old world, which actually, since the global pandemic, feels quite a bit smaller, doesn't it? I think it's important to get perspective on our worries, issues and challenges and to appreciate that other people have theirs too. It's all relative. So be kind to yourself. But in a world where we can be anything, it's important that we're kind and understanding too. If you have found this podcast helpful and you know someone who'd also benefit from hearing it, please do share the episode with friends and family. We've also a fabulous private Facebook group and would love you to be a part of it. Within the group, we share and explore more mindset tools and strategies and answer any questions you may have. Head over to Facebook now and search for the Winning Edge Mindset Game Changers. Be sure to subscribe so you receive a notification for my next podcast episode. Have a fabulous week striving and thriving and creating the future you truly deserve. Bye for now.